welcome back to the art of podcasting thanks for that intro music ash you can find them at blueberry sky on spotify or blue sea kelp on tumblr look at me remembering both of those usernames big brain over here and this week we're talking about chapter 17 all you have is your fire yeah you do zuko truly Truly. But then, at the end of the chapter, he doesn't have that. Nope. Oopsie the irony. Hello is like just giggling to herself as she wrote that I have fire. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, just hella giggling to herself, just like, hee hee, he is having fire. I can imagine her doing that just before up on the chapter. What should the chapter name be? Oh, yeah, it's your fire. Not anymore. <laughs> just kidding, it's gone. And yet, do either of you know that song? No. <laughs> I don't think so. You're... You guys what song is it? All You Have Is Your Fire. Oh, wait. By who? Oh, no, it's it's from it's from the Hozier song, Arsonist's Lullaby. It's a Hozier song. Oh. I, I just saw Hella came up with Hozier. on the spot. <laughs> I'm just surprised you don't know that. Because I, I don't usually know music. Wow, you're so into pop culture. <laughs> Yeah, my so cultured. See, okay, I always like seem like I know pop culture with my roommate because I'll just make so many dumb references. And also, she hasn't seen like any sitcoms, so I'll reference like The Office or Parks and Rec, which like are pretty typical sitcom references. And she'll be like, huh? And so it seems like I know pop culture, but I don't. (laughs) Go boom. So, does anyone have any... Where do we want to start? Well, where do we I... begin? <laughs> <laughs> Let's think about it. Oh, I did want to mention that the best way to read this chapter is if you listen to the song Experience while you read it. That's mm-hmm. the best way to read the chapter. Wait, is that like the violin song? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> listening to the song while like reading it. Listening Beautiful. to Experience Cheers. is an experience... It- it really is. It is an experience. Wow. Who would have thought? I can't listen to that song in the car, though. Like, I just want to crash for the drama, so I just don't listen to it in the car. Is that on your <laughs> playlist? Songs I can't listen to because I'll crash for the drama? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's literally a playlist I have, yeah. I was talking your Spotify the other night. It's not my Spotify. I have made way too many playlists. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Moving on. We talked about listening to experience while you read it. Next thing, this is where it gets boom. Wait, boom. I Ashla, Ashla, the tag it says it gets worse before it gets better. This is where it gets worse. Oh my god, it gets like so much worse. I obviously I knew what was gonna happen. Like I've read this before, but the whole time I just felt like I was, I was having the same reaction as the first time where I was just sitting there like, please don't, just no, stop, stop. And I did, I yeah. did appreciate like the author's notes at the end where Hella was the same, where she was like, "Shit for brains, no." And she, <laughs> yeah. and then she said, "Like, go get your dad. No, not that dad, Hakoda." That was funny. It's very self, wait, martyr sacrificing. Very... Oh, Ma- yeah, self-sacrificing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I said something, but <laughs> yeah, it's also like martyr, martyr. Martyr complex. Martyr. martyr complex. There we go. I have boo. a martyr complex. That's some big word. That's not a good thing. It's not a good thing, boo. <laughs> you can see me judging you. 
you should uh, figure that out for yourself. Do some self reflection. Psych major Abby coming out. <laughs> yeah, do some self reflection and then get back to us. <laughs> I I really think drunk Abby, uh, drunk Hello should come on the the podcast. I told her to. What? She said, "What the fuck without me?" Sly hiss hiss. <laughs> Tell the listeners I said no sour, no sour. Bonsoir. Bonjour. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Seventeen is Oro and Renman, right? Even even drunk, she remembers. That's impressive. <laughs> She's at a bar. Why is she messing us? Should we continue? Probably. Yeah. Okay, well now that we've told her we don't hate her. Um I thought Hello's action dialogue, not dialogue, action scenes are pretty top notch. She was like, I'm so scared. They're really good. Agreed, agreed, for sure. Oh, sure, shoddy. Um, <laughs> um, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, when he leaves the sword behind. Oh, you can talk about that. The um, symbolism. I actually had a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if he had taken both of the swords, he would have made it out? That's a great question. I actually yeah. don't. See, okay, I actually, I had this, like, realization while I was reading. Because I, it literally was the same thought process I had the first time. I yeah. Had, because I'm that simple. Um, I was, I was like, if he's so dumb, he's going to leave one behind. He's not going to be able to fight as well. And that's going to be the reason that he doesn't succeed but the reason he doesn't succeed isn't because of the sword it's because oro it's because oro sends renman back to the camp so then zuko like tries to turn and he's trying to fight in two directions and he's like trying to chase renman while oro is still like behind him and so i don't think it's the swords i think it's i think it's his lack of communication so i guess like it, the the reason he left the sword is because that was his only way of communicating. So I guess theoretically, if he took the sword and communicated, then he might not have gotten caught. But I don't think the sword itself was the issue. Yeah, I yeah I can definitely see that. I was just thinking maybe like if he had both the swords, he could prevented remnant remnant from like running. So like it could be like either way. It's just I definitely think that like Zuko choosing to save um, the Seven Watcher was definitely like what made him get captured in the first place so yeah solid points there do you who do you what what was your thought <laughs> um i don't i don't know like i don't i think that at the end it was like his emotions that made him lose i don't think it had anything to do with i'm trying to, i'm trying to like find the part for this and watch no he's he, he's like zuko thought of top is a lot less laughter zuko thought next to tulag he um came to output he taught zuko colicking and swabbing and it, he was like um, his fighting ability. Because I think if he would have kept fighting after they made the threat, he would have made it out. I think, but I think in the end, it was his emotions of I don't want them to get hurt that kept him from being able to keep fighting. Yeah, I um, yeah, I definitely think that was the whole point. Um, this is very more like showing instead of telling. Yeah, he cares for him. And I feel like as a whole, just like Zuko genuinely cares for them. And this whole chapter was showing that. And especially after the last like few part, last part of the chapter. Agreed. Yeah. I, I, that section that you're like referencing, Ashley, like I loved that part. The way that he like specifically like just describes like what he loves about each person kind of. Um, 
like I just I love that like it's so cute honestly and I loved that the way that he chop was last and like it was almost the the characters that weren't as close to him that felt like were the most obviously they weren't the most important the little relationships mattered so much too because I feel like he's just like the way that like you can make such an impact on someone's life even if you're not close to them and you you just see them for like that little moment and he just he he might not know them personally but he still is protecting them mm-hmm. okay yeah oh, sorry, what should I do it like yeah there's a show called fear of relativity <laughs> And basically, it's how just it further elaborates on this theme how we're all connected indirectly or directly. Like, yeah, and I feel like that really connects to Zuko and his relationship to like the first parts of his little monologue <laughs> where he's like, ah, but, and like the fewer the supporting roles <laughs> in his main character story. Even like with uh, what was his name, Chop, you know? It's like, Chop! He, yeah, he was such a small character, but he still got brought up because he still made an impact. Yeah. Still connected. Mm-hmm. And like, we don't even know his actual name. Like, he's just <laughs> Chop. But I think that's his name. I think that was his birth name, his legal given name, Chop. <laughs> I think you're right. That's what I like to believe. <laughs> It's canon now. His, his parents, no, his parents didn't know he was going to be a cook. His parents named him Chop. And so then he was like, I have to be a cook because of this. Yeah, obviously. Any, any gays. Um, <laughs> I almost said that at the dinner table the other day. <laughs> My like, impact. I went to say any, any, any ways. Like, I had to, like, play it off. It's like, I can't say can't say any gays in front of me. I, I know I'm going to have that problem so much when I go home. <laughs> my impact <laughs> just like that makes me the so daddy issues really <laughs> so much all over that Hakoda the straight ally yes. we love him <laughs> I'm I'm so sad that TAOB I feel like we do need the one we need the one good straight you know but did it have to be Hakoda like he and Bako <laughs> I'm I'm such a passionate Hakoda shipper it just I don't vibe Sorry. with it I mean like I, I but I also am like at this point I kind of am like yeah I get honestly I don't know I still if if Hella changed her mind now I'm like I don't feel like Hakoda has displayed straight enough traits that I would care you know he doesn't <laughs> He doesn't exude any sexuality in specific. He just exudes dad. <laughs> True. That's a sexuality, dad. <laughs> Only some dads can achieve it. There's no, dill. His sexuality is dill. dill. There's dill, dilf, or dad. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, no, it's, no, it's just dad or dilf. Yeah. He's a dad. <laughs> but I dilf is my own. I think dad or dilf. <laughs> Dad or Dill? What are you guys? Are you guys a dad or a Dill? I'm a dad. I'm I'm Ashley's father. The only father. Ashley, I what am. about you? Are you a dad or a Dill? I'm a dad. <laughs> I'm a minor, I think, Abby. I think, I think I'm a Dill. <laughs> I guess you mean barbecuing. <laughs> I wish I could participate in this game, but I am a minor. <laughs> I don't want anybody being weird. True. 
You think Ashla's, that'll stop anyone? Ashla's, um, <laughs> Ashla's sexuality is minor. <laughs> Literally, just no, just a minor. Yeah, that's your that's your sexuality. <laughs> I will be turning seventeen in two months. Oh my gosh, you're just putting you'll, yourself out there. You'll still you be, be a minor. This isn't written. At least oh, no, so. you're like, guys, I turned seventeen in a couple months. Like <laughs> almost legal. <laughs> Guys, I'm almost legal. <laughs> what did you want to talk about? I love you that always it automatically have goes to me. Boomy always has something to say. I do. Yeah. I mean, in a nice way. I never <laughs> sounded kind of bad. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh shit. Boomy always has something to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, and they're like talking about the fact that Zuko has run off, and they're like, it's one thing to run off because you're young. I don't actually have a thought. I must have had a thought when I wrote it down, <laughs> but I don't remember. Thoughts gone. Anyone no want to comment? Um, I thought it was a very nice scene. Um, very. Let me think. I have. Have what you guys say? ever run off? One time. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's giving their story time first? No, I didn't run off. It was more like I saw this on Instagram, and I <laughs> and my mom. I was like, "Hey, I decided to run away because of my grades, and I feel like you're gonna hate me." It was a prank. I was at the park, and, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it just." And I was nine at this time. <laughs> was even that's way. That's not as bad as what my story is. Oh my gosh! I was just being over dramatic little shit, and then I didn't even run away. I just wrote a letter. And my mom, I, I hid on my, because my mom came home early. So I hid on my, um, my blanket. And then my mom still saw because it was poking out. And she's like, wow. <laughs> it was very funny. See, for me, I was 15. And I had gone out to get sushi with a friend. And I didn't tell my mom. And so when I got back, she was like, text me, like, all mad and shit. And then, so I got like upset and I like packed a bag and I left <laughs> and I came back the next day. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think she I've was ever... very mad. <laughs> I mean technically like I ran off to California. Like I literally I I moved across the country. I openly told my parents that I was getting as far away from them as I could. And That's then and then my mom was like, what if I moved to California? And I told her she wasn't allowed to because I wanted the whole state to myself. Oh she my did. Gosh. Um, I still think she might move to California though because I beat told her, her that I was being dramatic. I'll beat her up for you. I'll be like, I'll go to visit California. Just be like, my five seven self will be like, hey, how do you want to move to California? Get away. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. I, I'll be like the chihuahua sitting there barking, you know? <laughs> just us two, Abby and me, just like, yeah. hey, just because of bark at her. Yeah, yeah, you're the bark elder bite. I'll just bite your mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you just say, don't bite say my mom? Abby's the bark, I'm the bite. We gotta move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oops. Uh, the tea leaves. The tea oh, leaves. Oh my god. He I just really wanted leaves. a tea leaves. He like went down. Oh, and then oh. he's like, his hand. His <laughs> hand. He just wanted the tea leaves. They fall. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you think that's representative of his relationship with Canute crashing down? It could <laughs> be. Who knows? I'm just pulling at stuff here. Do you know what's with Hella? She was like, yeah. They I feel anything. like he's losing his connection to Canute, but like it's not crashing down. Ah, there you go. Still you got it. There we go, boo. You know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, boom solved it. Because his two friends. uncle figures are Uncle and Canute, Iroh and Canute, and Iroh, he has the Pai Show tapped. Ta- it's not a tablet. What is it? Pai tile. Show, tile. Thank you. Tai Show. Pai Show. Tai Show. But <laughs> I don't know why that was so difficult. Nice job, guys. And then we got there. For Canute, he tries to pick up the tea leaves, but he doesn't. The parallelism. And it's like, remember how Hella has talked about the fact that, like, the pie show tile is, like, an idealized version of Iroh? And, like, you can mm-hmm. argue that, like, the pie show tile is a better version of Iroh because when Iroh's actually there, he just says dumb shit and isn't helpful. <laughs> that's kind of, like, maybe that's why Zuka doesn't get a, like, symbolic version of Canute because Canute is too awesome to be replaced by a symbol or something. I don't know. I like that. That's a good take. Fuck Iroh. Oh, are we Iroh. turning into another I- hate Iroh rant? No, no, no. I actually have a mutual on TikTok, and the reason how I found them is because I posted an anti-Iroh TikTok, and I was like, you're so smart, and now we're mutuals now, and they like all my content. <laughs> I love that. They should. Like, even before I fully disliked Iroh, and I'm st- I still don't think I fully dislike him. That's a little strong. Because I still, I still respect, like, I feel like there was an intention with him in the show, you know? And whether he fulfilled that intention or not, I feel like you gotta at least respect the, like, what the character's supposed to be. But I just also, like, people take it too far. I don't know if that made sense. They make him like into like a savior for Zuko, and it's like no. Zuko mm. saved himself. Yeah. Yes. The power <laughs> of. Do you have any more things to say? Um, did we actually talk about the tea leaves? I feel like we did. No. Yeah, the connection to Canute's the connect Zuko's connection. Just... Yeah. There you go. There we go. I. This is random, but I really appreciated when Sheena asked them to just chill the fuck out, and then. Um, was met with a handful of gr- glares that were tellingly not willing to chill the fuck out. <laughs> because, He's like, just fine. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't read real books in a while. Sorry. Um, but I feel like generally in real books, you can't just like curse like that. Like even if the um, dialogue curses, like usually the narrator doesn't unless it's like first person. Um, but I really enjoy the fact that Hella, since it's like obviously like fanfic isn't as <laughs> serious, formal, serious. Yeah, she's able to just be like, "Haha, they didn't chill the fuck out," and it's <laughs> just like such a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes for this is a rhetorical device. Now, what do rhetorical device? I don't know. Informal diction. No, I think it's like I'll figure it out. I'll tell you guys. It'll come to me as I'm falling asleep. I'll be like, "Hey, sit down." Yes. 
Yeah, you guys learn, you're learning, like, such fancy rhetorical devices. I never learned the fancy ones. You never learned. And I don't remember the, like, we only learned, like, very simple ones. That's why I always just go to whatever diction, because, like, that's... I love diction. Because it's so easy. Like, if you're analyzing any rhetoric, diction, you can always find diction literally everywhere. Because it's words. And and that's why we did it, because like if you do like the fancy ones like you can get it wrong really easily whereas like diction there's always going to be diction mm-hmm. um so yeah my school was all about just getting a good grade on the ap they didn't want you to learn Ha-ha. yeah i want to try and find the um the good not show the fuck out uh um uh, oh yeah it's parallelism this literary technique uses a repetition of words phrases or thought patterns for emphasis that makes sense. I like should have known that, but also never would have come up with it. <laughs> yeah, we learn really wild um, rhetorical devices. Yeah, we have um, hyper- hyperbole, understatement, tease, hypophora, rhetorical question, prokatelopsis, distinctio, simile, metaphor, analogy, illusion, eponym, sententia, exemplum, climax, parallelism, and a diabolicis, um, conduplicate, I should know this, metabasis, parenthesis, apostrophe, and we, I'm gonna stop now, <laughs> but it's very, so. Interesting that parenthesis, is that just like literal parentheses? That counts as a device? Interesting. Well, yeah, because in insertion of some verbal unit in a position that interrupts the normal syntactical flow of the sentence. Nice. I love using parenthetical commas and like any sort of parenthetical um, like punctuation is my favorite. Dashes, parenthetical commas, actual parentheses, they're my shit. I get yelled at though because I use them too much. (laughs) Whoops. I'm just pretending like I know what all that means. I'm just like, yeah, that's (laughs) those words. (laughs) Don't worry, you don't need to know it. We should. Oh, the haunting um, line, Agni, he was so cold. Now I had to warm him because the blood coating his hands. He lost his fire. He did not have his fire. Hell lied to us. He was like, losers. All you have is your fire? Psych. Actually, that's everything you don't have. And he was cold. It was cold. Did we talk about the symbolism for like why he lost his fire? No, I don't think so. I think that's his like internal fight dying or whatever. And isn't it also like oh sorry, Ashley, did you want to say something? Oh no, I just like it. (laughs) Isn't it partially because he like is protecting the water tribe and like the whole thing about how like um I almost said Ashla. Azula and Ozai wouldn't. And so he's like he's kind of realized that like he's not going against the fire nation yet but like he's realizing that his um fucking like his what the fuck is the word like what he cares about is different that's not the word i want but it's close enough. his um morals are different yeah there's a different word but i don't know morals is close enough his values yeah <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And like, you know, he's supposed to put the Fire Nation first and the Fire Nation like means him because mm-hmm. he's the prince. He should be the most important. 
but he doesn't think that way, obviously, because he surrenders himself. Because he loves and cares for the water tribe, which is made so apparent in this chapter. Yeah. And, like, not only is he, like, surrendering himself to be hurt, but he also, like, low-key thinks that he's shameful for protecting the water tribe. Do you have anything else to say or should we not just spoilers? Because quick note, I still haven't read the recent chapter. <laughs> nice. I have like two more things before spoilers. They're quick. Okay. Though. Um, why did I just lose them now? <laughs> um, oh, the, 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 where is it? One second. It's the bird, the eagle hawk. Is that what it is? Because yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was called. So it talks about the eagle hawk first when he's talking about how he's more afraid for other people than for himself. And then it comes back when he he goes full. There's a quote about him like being like animalistic when he's fighting Oro because they don't like when they're not using their bending or their swords. They're just like going at it fists. And I like don't remember exactly what the eagle hawk um symbolizes i just remember hella like talking about the symbolism and like it being like kind of a big deal which is not helpful i don't remember much of it but i know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah i swear i just looked at another thing i was gonna say because i i realized i thought i remembered more than that but i don't oh and then i just wanted to think the only other thing i had was i just wanted to shout out oh no sorry okay I know it might be, sorry, okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to when he leaves the sword, he like fully kneels in the sand, which I didn't notice the first time I read because I was so busy freaking out about him leaving the sword. But it says, um, knee kissing the sand as he did. Men had posed like this before his father once, so had Zuko. And just the symbolism of Zuko sacrificing himself to his father versus Zuko sacrificing himself for his father figure. You get it, boo. (laughs) Um, And then I just wanted to shout out the really cool moment when Zuko goes, it's your highness, and then like shoots flames out of his mouth. I thought that was pretty badass. I like that. Yeah, like, people can shoot flames out of their mouth fire out of their mouth firebenders can do that i know like it was in the atlas show but i think it was also in the kiyoshi novels and i was like damn that's really cool <laughs> unrelated yeah it's pretty dope i would want to be able to do that same do you know how cool that would be that's fucking <laughs> i think that waterbenders should learn to like swallow water and then just like immediately oh my gosh. It back up. Shoot <laughs> out water. Because airbenders can like blow air and like well what if they can like collect all their like saliva and just <laughs> I wonder like this is really gross, but I wonder or, like, like how much saliva you have in your mouth. Because I feel like it wouldn't be that much. I don't know. But like you can technically... make come or like their tears just <laughs> out of their eyeballs. Yeah, but Katara <laughs> could make like a little like um little things out of her sweat so like i think they could do all her saliva yeah gross but anyways spoilers <laughs> yeah spoilers 
Hello guys, it is Editor Boom here, talking kind of quiet because I don't want to wake up my mom, and just wanted to let you know that if you want to uh, skip spoilers, you're skipping about 14 minutes, so you're going to have to press that skip 15 button 55 times, or go a minute and 14 seconds away from the end of the episode. Um, I always recommend listening to our voices, but I do especially recommend listening to this minute and 14 seconds because we do say some exciting things about what to expect in the future. Um, whether you're skipping spoilers or not, I hope you enjoy. I don't have any. Me either. <laughs> oh, oh no. no. I have a Are you going to carry us through? Oh, oh no. 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 I, have, I have a couple. No, I do kind of have a bunch. Okay. So, I think for me, I was like, oh, boom, we'll get this. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what you do all episode? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm not in an English class this semester, so I love getting to do this. Um, and I am. I still have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like next semester, I think. Next I'm semester. Gonna be in, yeah, like next year. Um, like next year, I think I'm going to be in two English classes. So, like, watch my content, like, just dip. Nah, I'm still going to be obsessed with the art of burning. Who am I kidding? <laughs> as you should um so in the very beginning not even the beginning the author's note hella like low-key gives a um spoiler or like foreshadowing foreshadowing not a spoiler because she says i also hereby cancel gingy and lung cancer i liked them at first but they are way meaner than i expected and they can politely jump in conjoined blenders for all i care she knew it was gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, she knew. She's like warning the readers, like I do not care about their lives. Be ready for them to die. Damn, and they did, and they did, and like it wasn't in conjoined blenders, but it was very much like Death similar energy brutal. of just being like, boom. I don't know if that made sense. I did say I mean, my own name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, oh, damn, they're dead, and that was that. I'm really laughing at the fact that I said my own name. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> what's the very terrible advice? Um, it's onomatopoeia. Yeah, onomatopoeia. I like that word. I don't. Can I say that word slowly? Onomatopoeia. Okay, I can. For a second, I was like, did I say that fast? Because I only know how to say it fast. But, oh my gosh. So that was my first one. My second one is this is about more recent chapters, but don't worry, Ash. That's not going to be a spoiler for you. <laughs> because um, <laughs> he says he wouldn't abandon the water tribe wouldn't even let himself consider it and that like t- after he kills Fong when he like goes home for a little bit and he's like yeah I'm I'm not gonna care about the water tribe I'll abandon them and then he's like who the fuck am I kidding like this is <laughs> this is my family you know yeah um I liked well I didn't like but just Tomkin, like, blaming himself. Um, oh, that made me sad. I know. <laughs> and the added irony, or, like, we know that Zuko's doing the same thing, and that they both do it the whole time. Or, no, actually, Tomkin does it. Yeah. Tomkin is like, nah, he'll be over it. But Zuko thinks Tomkin hates him, because, as as Ashley so wonderfully put it, they're idiots. <laughs> they are. Um, I can... in love just kidding <laughs> did you say idiots in love <laughs> yeah correct. Tom, it could be. okay i 
this is a side note. Sorry. I know we need to stop, like, side noting. But this does have to do with the art of burning. So it's not, like, totally random. But I was thinking. So, okay, I was thinking about the fact that, like, obviously, the art of burning has so many OCs. And that, like, in a lot of the way, a lot of ways, art of burning is, like, the closest to a real book that I've read in terms of having original characters and like an original plot kind of thing as opposed to like you know most of what I'm reading recently has just been fan fiction which is just like mostly like I've read a lot of stories that are good and original but it's still just like characters I already know and Mm -hmm. so I was thinking about the fact that like obviously The Art of Burning is so popular because it deserves to be and it's amazing but I think also like it I think it really hit the spot for all of our brains that like we can't handle the idea of like having to meet new characters without the familiarity of like Azuko and Hakoda there to like ease us in but once we like have that basis and then like have the world getting bigger around that I don't know I was just thinking about how like hella hacked the system of being like (laughs) I know that you want to read real books but you can't quite so I'm gonna let you read a real book but also not and good for her yeah I definitely like yeah like definitely like Zuko did drive this like story but also like it's also like because of he was able to because of the OCs and I definitely like really appreciate that yeah and like I feel like it's especially clear with like the Tomco like vibes like <laughs> Tomco. The, the fact that people have talked about Tomco and I feel like there might be Tomco fix um and like, I think there is one yeah and people literally came here for the Zuka and then <laughs> They did not meet for like so many chapters. They still chapters. They still haven't met where we are. Seventeen chapters in. So yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. I I will continue to the next point if you guys have anything to say. But I keep taking off my glasses and then I can't read my notes. <laughs> I don't think I have another blind boom. Oh, I have my fuck. Okay, I'm. I keep going to such random things. Um, <laughs> Okay, wait, I'll do this one. So I mentioned, like, Oro and Zuko being animalistic. I felt like that was a bit of a preview of, like, him fighting that guy. Mm-hmm. Spider. <laughs> For food. Is no. it Spider? No, wait, that's, like, the keeper. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but, like, the other Chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chan. makes him. Chan. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember when people thought Chuko was about Chan? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> don't bring up Chugo sorry (laughs) don't do it um but yeah like just another bit of like oh we're seeing oopsies (laughs) like oh you think you're animalistic now just you wait hey Jesse (laughs) so so just came to me I connected for some reason interesting (laughs) I have ADHD boom don't judge no judgment here. Judgment free zone. Yeah, of course. Um, and then I have one more. Like, okay, so actually, you also have to stop me if we've talked about this before, because I know I've talked about this with Hella, uh, but I'm pretty sure that that was just like in our own time, not on the podcast. But if I start talking and you're like, "What the fuck, boom?" We've talked about this. Just be like, "Shut up." Um. So, 
um, when Zuko's, like, sees his Dao and he's, like, looking at them, he's thinking that they're the same swords that he was once willing to fight an entire tribe of warriors for. He smirked at the memory. Idiot, he thought, but didn't regret it. <laughs> and so, yeah, even though, like, he got that horrible scar on his back and whatever, and, like, got separated for his, from his uncle for all this time, like, obviously he doesn't regret meeting the water tribe because it's been so good for him and so then i was like thinking about zuko going to the prison to like this this next part of zuko fighting oro and renman and ending up in bomb's base because like he wouldn't have met zusa if it weren't for fong (laughs) and so do you think that he regrets the decisions he makes here I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> no, like I, I, like I was listening. And I'm just like having trouble following along. Do you think that, like, basically, do you think that like Zuko being tortured in his mind is worth meeting Zusa? I think in his from mind, Zuko's, yeah. So from Zuko's standpoint, or yours, either one. Oh, okay. from Zuko's standpoint. My opinions on both. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let me think. Ashley, are you ready? Single standpoint, I think he said it might have been worth it from my standpoint. I don't like the fact that a 16, 17 year old had to get tortured <laughs> at all. Right. I think Zuko thinks like, I don't know. I don't think he would go back and change it because he mm-hmm. doesn't seem like that kind of person. Yeah. Because like with the stuff that happened with like Ozai and stuff, I don't think he ever like mentioned like that he would change it. Like I know he's like, oh, if I did this differently, I don't think he would, like, actually want to, like, it not happen. Um, so I think, I don't think he would regret it or, like, want to change his choices because he did do it to protect the Southern Water Tribe. You know, I don't think he regrets that so much. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I think, I'm the, I'm the kind of person that's, like, everything happens for a reason. But, like, I still don't think he should have gone through all of that. He would definitely be very different if, like, it didn't happen, but probably would be for the better if it never happened, but, yeah. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like, I guess I can relate to it. I hate, like, the whole trope of, like, trauma builds character. That's just, like, my loser trope. Yeah. I hate how Legend of Korra did that a bit. I, like, be without, I wouldn't be who I am without the trauma I've been through, basically something like that. I'm like, mm, didn't need that trauma to be. Yeah, right it's then. like you can still be like yourself and like a better person without the trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all about like just, yeah, I feel like trauma, like it like it like makes you realize that you need to be a better person in like some cases, but like you can be a better person without, you can realize that you need to be a better person without getting traumatized. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like I just hate that narrative so much. Like as someone who's been through trauma, like I I don't want it. <laughs> like yeah. I'd probably still be like a pre- pretty like decent person without it. So yeah, because like those traits were already within you, and like mm-hmm. trying to be like you only got those traits because of your trauma is like yeah. taking that away from you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not my trauma. I will never be my trauma. And it's just like that's the same thing with like most like characters. So yeah, yeah. I feel like. I feel like I had a thought and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. You guys can keep talking if you were. Uh, I feel like I had something to say. I don't know if I can remember it. Um, I can't oh. remember what I was going to say. I was going to say that I think Abby, or I think Zuko would agree with Abby about like everything happens for a reason because of his like little monologue of like 
Oh, I just had the quote in my head. Aww. It's a picture of Natasha Romanoff. Oh, my God. Just going to this up somewhere. That's so nice Aww. that they gave that to you. Truly. Sibling solidarity. <laughs> just here's a picture of Natasha Romanoff. Um, his little monologue of, like, the struggle I've gone through has made me through I, who I am. Yeah, like, he he does have the, like, kind of gross trauma. Mm-hmm. Trauma made me who I am monologue. Mm-hmm. Which, which is a little not great. But I do no. think that, like, once he goes through some therapy, he'll be able to be like, life is, like, life is, imp- like, life happens how it's supposed to. But I still could have been this person without trauma kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I agree that, like, and like it probably would have been better for him if it didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, in terms of the story, I guess I'm glad it happened. Because, obviously, like, it would have been a very different story if it hadn't. Um, but I do think I do think Zuko wouldn't change it. Because I think that he's, like, very loyal to Zusa. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, Abby can, like, delve into, like, the psychology of it a bit later. But, um... Just, like, the fact that they bonded, they, like, trauma bonded. And and I think that's, like, the right term. I don't, I think trauma bond relates more to, like, the abuser and the abused than it does, like, two of the abused. I think. I think. (laughs) Don't, like, quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's how it's usually used. Yeah, they, yeah, but my point is that Zusa and Zuko, they both bonded in a time where they desperately, like, count on survival. Like, people don't do well in isolation, and they're, like, they bonded like in a time they needed it so I think that definitely cannot like be broken <laughs> although I just remembered like the other big thing I always think about with Zusa that like this is in all like most of my Zusa fic is like the fact that if Zuko hadn't been there Lance wouldn't have died so like <laughs> would Zusa have the same opinion and like maybe Zusa is not gonna remember any of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I I think that's interesting because he's five that's that's young enough to where he's not gonna remember it like even like events that happen like in traumatic events that happen like in your teenage years you can still like have those memories blocked out as you like get older so we bring it back around um thanks again to ash for the wonderful music you're about to hear after this um and then you heard at the beginning as well um, oh, next week, what are you gonna, what are we gonna be talking about, guys? Um, I don't know. You tell us, Joe. After 18. After yeah. 18. Oh my gosh, the hill we die on. Oh, Isn't that where it's like, oh, it's getting... I just see the <laughs> summary, the first, the first sentence of the summary. This chapter right here was a bitch, a real motherfucker, complete bastard, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> What's that accent? That, I thought it was great. It's all the the vine comp is linked. What is linked? What? The vine comp. Bye, guys. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We have two chapters left until oh my two, right? That's wait, crazy. I said part two. <laughs> part two. And then okay. we're going to, our episodes are going to start being season two. And I think, wait, we should do, we should do the, the fun episode with Hella as our like season finale. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like finale. the games and shit. Yeah. That would be cute. We're going to do that. Did you guys find this series finale?